1: You have a sourpuss face on what happened.
2: Well, a deer ran into my car on the way up here, scared the bejeepers out of me. Sure, that always happens. I was looking straight ahead, and the thing jumped out and landed on my mirror, broke my mirror, banged up the side of the car. The glass is covered with something I assume is... Deer, sort of deer oriented, <laughs> yeah, deer oriented, right? And so, so you were just saying yesterday you love this vehicle. I do. Well, no, this was my wife's car because I'm picking up my grandson. So. Oh no, you damaged <laughs> your lovely bride's car. Yes, not I good, damaged not her good, car. Not good. Well, you drive too fast. I think. I wasn't cool. driving too fast. Oh. The deer was running too fast. Okay. It wasn't paying attention where it was going. The poor thing was limping off into the road. It hmm. staggered to its feet. So I tried to call and report it, but they tell me that uh, the Game Commission probably wouldn't come out and go looking for it, because it obviously made its way off the road so <laughs> maybe it's stunned well it could have been what well, sure as hell stunned me <laughs> well yeah i'm sorry about that well that's a tough break plus you got damaged now that's never yeah good. no no i thought I'd call the insurance company sorry buddy hey the other day or the other week i was telling my wife well, she saw a, a grill a tree branch broke off while i was grilling and landed on my grill and embedded itself in the oh. grill plate <laughs> missing grazing my head so these things come in threes if i'm not here on monday you know the third occurred. Something happened. (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah, you
1: want to drive out of town today, right? No, no, no. no, I'm not going anywhere. You're staying in town. I'm
2: going to find every black cat I can and shove it away from me. (laughs) (laughs) Shoe it away. Right. Shove it. Don't touch the cats. No, I won't touch the cats. All right. So Joe had a
1: a cranky, well, everything was fine until the deer hit his car. So that's not good. So Sorry about that, buddy. No, it's not good. All right. Too bad you didn't have some kind of weapon. You could have fought back.
2: (laughs) Well, if it were you, you'd have got out and shot and eaten it. He's wounded. Get him. Get him. I right. had to trailer. You might him. be able to catch this one if it's still alive in the fall. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. On the mark sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company,
1: which Joe will be taking his vehicle to the Sunbury Motor Company Body Shop in the hours ahead. And he'll get the estimate and get this going and call his insurance company and get everything fixed up. And uh, that's one of the things you can do at the Sunbury Motor Company. You can use the Body Shop or you can buy a new vehicle. Maybe you should trade it in, get her a whole new vehicle. That would surprise you. I her.
2: offered a while back, but she loves
1: the car. Oh, it Okay. Everybody loves their Fords around here. Okay. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line now open, 1-800-795-9565, uh, 1-800-795-9565. Uh, we can talk about one thing today. Usually people complain that politicians don't keep their campaign promises. Well, President Biden kept one yesterday, and boy, did it irritate a lot of people and probably made a couple of people happy. Uh, one of the things I heard in the Wall Street Journal report overnight is that the the... Um. Inside the beltway, there's a disproportionate number of individuals who are helped by this, who are hmm. young people with student loans. Well,
2: it was interesting. I was watching, bouncing around through the channels this morning, and even MSNBC had people on who were saying, this may not be the best thing ever. You know, and let's face it, it's 10000 bucks a vote. That's all this is. It's a cynical play for <laughs> votes ahead of the uh, the election. Even the, the, the lady who was commenting from MSNBC said, the timing is certainly suspicious. Right.
1: Well, see, President Biden trying to claw back with low uh, ratings before the sure. midterm elections. Uh, usually Republicans gain things when a Democratic president's uh, in office and vice versa. Uh, and this should help the president. I, I don't know. It would certainly help him enough in 2024, but it's, uh, right, like you said, it's buying votes. That's what he's doing. Keeping a campaign promise. And I, I think there may be some economic benefits to it, but there certainly are a lot of well, drawbacks. Well, certainly
2: most of the concerns I've heard are about inflation again, that you don't This is like pouring gasoline on the fire. And those were including comments on both CNN and MSNBC, not just Fox.
1: Right, but uh, how does the inflation, how does this inflate? These students are already deferred. How will this contribute to inflation? Well, did you happen
2: to see the press conference yesterday with uh, Jean St. Pierre, whatever her name is? I think it's St. Pierre, isn't it? No, I didn't see that. You're the
1: only person who watches those.
2: Well, Peter Ducey from Fox was asking her, who's paying for this? She never answered him. Mm. She had, we've laid out this, we've laid out that, this is really responsible way to do it but he kept saying to her who's paying for this who's paying for this and he never got an answer Well, taxpayers that seems plainly obvious well but she apparently didn't want to say that oh i got you so who would who would who would the administration like to think was paying this bill well, we are. Wealthy corporations. I think it would contribute to the deficit, but
1: I don't think it actually pumps money into the economy. Although it is yes, money it that does. if the deferral had ended, then this money would start to disappear from the economy and go back to the government.
2: Well, that's true. Nobody's made any payments. I don't imagine any fool has made a payment on the student loan since the deferment started. Theoretically, that money was pumped into the economy. I actually say there
1: are a couple million, like two or three million students have been paying diligently because they have public service deferrals and they wanted to keep those going. Because if they got to X point, they would have, uh, uh, you know, been wiped out altogether. But uh, so they many of those people, they said, but t- just a tiny sliver of the whole percentage. Well, I was
2: trying to figure out why the people who were, went to college on a Pell grant, at least in part, why they get twenty thousand dollars forgiveness. Well, I guess they're medically or financially needy. That's how that you get That would a grant. be my guess, right. right? All right. Well, we would
1: invite your comment on this. We got one person ready to go, so we're going to get him on the radio shortly. One eight hundred seven nine five. 59565 is our telephone number. This one of the smartest women in the world emailed us yesterday about this, so uh, we didn't get
2: to it on the show, but we'll read that and then we're going to put Stan on the radio. All right, she says regarding this handout to pay off student loans for certain individuals on Fox News today, and I know you don't put credence in this network, but one legal mind, Clay Travis, who is an attorney, put his two cents in the game. He said he doubts Biden has the authority to go through with this without congressional approval. Now, if congressional approval is given and considering both houses are democrat and in lockstep they would approve it then the issue would probably go to the supreme court wouldn't this be a hoot if the supreme court ruled biden's deal unconstitutional and all recipients who got this handout be assessed that amount all over again karma but, but
1: there's another chapter to be written then if the us supreme court conservatively says no the president doesn't have the authority and congressional doesn't have the congress doesn't have the authority then this makes the Supreme Court look terrible again, ultra-conservative, against the wishes of maybe the public, and this will be in President Biden's favor. Because now you got to vote Democrats so you can get some good Democratic senators well, the only, in there the and thing, a Democratic president.
2: The only way it could possibly be unconstitutional is if he didn't have the authority as the president to do it. I mean, there is no law here that creates student debt. You borrow it, you sign an agreement to pay it back. It's an agreement between you and the lender. So how the federal government gets into that, the federal government's the lender. And if they choose to forgive the loan, Isn't that their right as the lender? If I borrow 50 bucks from you and you say, forget about it, Joe, I'm not obligated to pay you back. Well, that is all true. And the president is uh, de facto in
1: charge of the U.S. Treasury Department. But uh, there are a lot of legal scholars that say, I don't know, this might be a bridge too far for an executive order to to take this measure. So I think uh, they are right that Congress may have to deal with it. Yes, it could go to the Supreme Court. And if the onerous, terrible, conservative, bad justices do more things that hurt America
2: well, oh brother that will hurt. Them. Well that will be a perception <laughs> of some people is that well, know, I don't see how it would get to the Supreme Court if Congress says the loan is forgiven there is no constitutional right or obligation to pay back money if Congress It's not in the constitution it. that says if thou borrow thou shalt pay back. Right. It's well, not there.
1: Well we'll see. Uh, Stan you're on the mark. Thank you so much for calling in and waiting while we set the show.
3: <laughs> Good morning. Uh, Joe, I feel your pain. Now, did the deer hit you in the side, or did you hit it in the front?
2: No, it, came, it. I didn't even see it. It came down on the side of the car while I was looking straight ahead going up the road, and it uh, took the mirror off the driver's side and hmm. banged up the door those, a little bit.
3: Th- those <laughs> are the worst kind. Had That That happened to me twice. <laughs> deer just stupid. But anyways.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> twice. That's a consolation, Stan. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh As far as this student loan thing, what authority does dear leader, dictator-in-chief Joe Biden have in doing this? By fiat, there is no law passed. Congress sets law for all spending, correct? The House of Representatives. All bills... For spending, are or originate in the House,
1: correct? That's true. Yeah, but can a president using money. executive order adjust laws? That's what executive orders no. do. No, uh,
2: executive orders are supposed to tell the federal government how to interpret the law, not how to <laughs> change it. <laughs> this is a pretty significant <laughs> interpretation change. You're now forgiven, right? <laughs> but
1: anyway, right. go ahead, Stan.
3: So, and as far as paying for it, I hear heard I can never get her name. John Pierre, Jean Pierre, whatever her name is, the press secretary. Tell Ducey that. Well, hey, this is all paid for because with the laws that we've passed, we're going to we've reduced the deficit by one point whatever trillion dollars this year, and this money's going to be paid for with that money. Do they think we're really that stupid? Yes, they they spent a couple (laughs) trillion dollars
2: that we don't have, but they reduce the deficit. Right. Is that what they said? Well, in fact, the what they're yeah. saying is, I paid off my credit card debt, now give me that card, I'm going out and spend some more.
3: Yeah, it, it just they're just a bunch of liars is what they are, and they think we're stupid. Now, I know there are people that will believe them, so I will consider them <laughs> stupid. But that's neither here nor there, because this is nothing but a political payoff trying to buy votes. And last time I checked, buying votes is illegal,
1: isn't it? Yeah, it's like tax cuts for the rich. Well, know. forgive me, but if buy votes,
2: if uh, somebody came up to me and said, "Here's ten thousand bucks, vote for me," I'd vote for him. <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah, votes are sacred. But I'll tell you what, I have a price. Well, I have a, I do too. A minus ten thousand <laughs> know, dollars. Somebody said yesterday a Mickey Mantle rookie card. Card? Yeah, right. And uh, what, what else? A new car, new Ford. Well, that was the biggie, Was was the Mickey uh-huh. Mantle card?
3: Nah now if they if they're democrats i'd call the federal election commission and have them arrested is what i'd do and i'd probably do it for republicans too because it's not right you know run on what you what you can do not what you're going to promise to do that you can't do but you're going to spend other people's money to do it
2: yeah but you know what's really bad about this and it's not getting as much publicity they've capped the the rate at 5% so
3: the 5% rate on what?
2: On the loans. Oh, the interest rate's capped. Oh, oh right. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, that's part of the deal.
3: Oh, okay. So they capped the remaining interest rate will be at 5%.
2: Right. Well, no higher, no higher I think than it's that.
3: Probably closer to 10.
2: Yeah, no but, higher than that. I guess if, if it's lower than that, you're stuck with it. But if it's higher than 5, it's capped at 5.
3: Well, considering the government gets their money at zero percent interest, I know they pay interest on their on their debt and blah 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 through the Federal Reserve, which is a whole racket, which is you know a whole other problem. But you know, as far as savings, people, how much how much does is a savings account worth these days?
2: maybe?
1: Since interest rates went up, they're 1% or 2% now. No, they're not. No,
2: they're not. No, they're They're not. You're out of your mind. I'm getting at a money market at the best institution around here. I'm getting 0.04.
1: That's a standard passbook savings account? No, that's the money market account. Yeah, I think savings account. I'll look it up. 0.1. I'll look it up Uh, while you guys (laughs) chit-chat.
3: I just went to the credit union, and there was a sign there about, I think it's a not a savings account, but it'd probably be a certificate of deposit or something like that. 1.19 I think it said on the sign is what they're offering. Like offered. I said, between is 1 that and 2%. Fe- is that
1: federally federally, <laughs> federally <laughs> insured? Yes, you won't lose your money. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. So, But, you know, neither here nor there. But the, the thing is, the dictator-in-chief down there has no authority to just forgive, you know, people's debt. And you know, some people are saying, well, he's using the HEROES Act, which I guess was passed after 9-11, to relieve debt on military members that went overseas to fight in the war against terrorism. Some didn't come back. Some came back so injured they couldn't repay the debt. That's what that was put in. And, and, and they're saying they're basically thrown out there that they're going to use that because nobody that went through a pandemic should have to suffer, blah, 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 blah. I'm sorry. If the people want to get it under military I, and my kid went to school, okay? Two degrees at Bloomsburg, zero college debt because he did sign up for the National Guard. He spent his eight or nine months in the desert, and he came back with zero debt when he got out. When he when he graduated, he had zero college debt. Well, let me okay? Let me there's tell the you, there's a way to do it.
2: Let me tell you this, uh, and this is a fine local institution. I bank with them, Northumberland National Bank. The savings account rates two thousand five hundred dollars and up. 0.20 percent still just fractionally low money yeah. market uh which i'm in at northumberland national and uh, the amount of money i have in it is 0.40
1: percent right and of course everyone. so there's no
2: one percent i mean if i had one percent i'd be salivating
1: <laughs> except it stands credit union <laughs> yeah well, I
2: um, yeah it was
3: 1.19 or something and I, i'm not sure exactly what what uh, the financial service was that it was for is put money in and saving it somewhere inflation is certainly
1: much much higher you're certainly losing money if you use it
3: yeah inflation's at nine percent so yeah you're gaining what Minus right. eight, Stan, 20, we got to hit the road.
1: Stan, what's, All right,
3: have a great one. Thank so you, Stan. those deer. Thank you, sir. I appreciate <laughs> your <laughs> yes, commiseration. <sounded>
1: like, <laughs> except in October when you're hunting. All right, stand by. Stand hey, city. I'm doing better than you are. You haven't bagged a deer in three years. Right.
2: I bagged
4: one yeah, this morning.
1: But, well, I don't want to injure any either. All right, 1-800-795-9565, the telephone number. We're talking about student loan forgiveness, highly controversial. Uh, President Biden making good on a campaign promise, 1-800-795-9565.
5: You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers all in one. All
2: right. Welcome back, Uh, Joe. This is just a quickie lower right-hand corner. Lower right-hand corner. Nancy Pelosi is on tape saying the president can't forgive student loans. He doesn't have the legal authority. When the callers claim it's legit, tell them. All right. Four minutes for Cindy and four minutes for
1: Chris. Go. Cindy.
4: (laughs) Wow. The pressure. Oh, the pressure. What a great morning, huh? Good morning, gentlemen. You know, when I heard this yesterday, I was just Furious. Furious. What is he teaching? This is about education. What is he teaching? He's teaching people to be uh, irresponsible and then demand that they be forgiven. So next they'll be saying, forgive all the car loans. Or they'll be saying, let's reduce everybody's mortgage payment and just burden their fellow taxpayers who have made these commitments. It isn't that we're all, uh, you know, talking out of left field. These are millions of people objecting who who went to college, took it looms, worked hard, paid them back. Yes, you have to adjust your lifestyle to pay them back. No, you can't be buying coffee at the coffee store and getting your nails done every week. Maybe you have to forego a vacation for a few years, but slowly but surely you pay it off. And you have the pride of the integrity of honoring your pledge to your neighbors that if they loaned you this money, you'd pay them back. Yeah. I just think it's outrageous. And I'm sure, you know, what blew me away, frankly, over on top of all of it, was when the president then said, now you can go out and borrow money to buy a house or buy a car. <laughs> and the light bulb came on for me. Cha-ching. So what is he really caring about? reality real estate industry who's whining no doubt because this group of people won't qualify for mortgages for more expensive houses because they're they already have accumulated debt and from the car selling industry who can't sell these people these ridiculously expensive 60 70 80 thousand dollar cars because they won't qualify for the loan aha I said now I understand now, I understand completely. But
2: well, not only that, but the Democratic Party has deep financial ties to colleges, universities, and the higher education industry that predate Biden's $300 billion student loan handout. They have given $64.5 million, Biden received that, from individuals in higher education during the 2020 presidential campaign. And Democrats as a whole have raked in at least 70% of all political donations from the industry since 2002.
4: Both our kids graduated from Penn State, public universities. Not Penn State, not cheap, but not the most expensive. My daughter's spouse went to a private university, one of these hoi ploi places, and got his education. The value of it certainly did not equate to the extreme cost. And he graduated with glock zillions amounts of debt, which he's been working hard to pay off you know, my point is if you facilitate this ongoing behavior, there's nothing to stop the universities from running up the racking up the bill because they know the government will loan the money to these people and then allow them to walk away from the debt. Teaching them to be irresponsible. You know, you wonder, where do people get I'm always blown away this report people have sixteen thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars worth of credit card debt and I think What were you doing? What on earth were you doing with this money? And, and you know, they they have grown up in an atmosphere where it's okay to just have whatever you want, whenever you want it, however much you want, and not worry about those consequences of paying it back. And that's just wrong. That doesn't teach a good thing to anybody. Well,
1: and this also lumps a lot of people into the president's forgiveness who may or may not have actually wanted to be in it. I mean, certainly somebody forgives your loan, that's okay. But they were willing and working and in the process of, and as soon as the... Uh, The pause was done. We're going to resume to pay off their student loans. Now they're lumped into this ultra-liberal group, whether they wanted to be or not. Okay, but let's face it. There was a story on... Well, let me just
4: say this, Joe. As as ridiculous as the low interest rate is at the banks on money that you put in, the federal government is still charging 6.85% interest on federal student loans.
2: No, they they capped it at 5% under this.
4: No, the 5% is the amount of your income... That you, so it used to be that you had to pay a minimum payment of 10% of your income, right? So if you had, if you were a social worker who went to Harvard to get your degree and you have this god-awful debt, right, we have to then get you the only next had to pay five, 10%, and now he's reduced that to 5%. You only have to pay 5% of your income every year. Until you die at that rate. All right, we got to hit the next eighty thousand dollar debt. Thank
1: Thank you you so so much, much, Cindy. Really appreciate the call. Chris, you're on the mark. Go right ahead.
6: Yeah, I wonder why you don't apply the same standard of buying votes to say Republican tax cuts and for wealthy people and businesses and doing it so they can get campaign contributions for them and. Yeah, they gave my company a million dollars. I'll give them $50,000 for uh, campaigning and all that stuff. Oh, you're right, Chris. We've we've had had no shortage of...
2: What? We've had no shortage of people calling in and saying exactly what you did, that the Republicans were trying to support big business. And maybe they were. But in this case, Biden's definitely doing the same thing, but he's trying to buy votes at 10000 bucks a clip. It's not right yeah, either way. You
6: never, you never brought that up once when you were doing
2: it. Well, we had plenty of people bring it up. It's I don't have to bring up. it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, but you
6: don't.
2: Okay. <laughs> so what's the problem? <laughs>
6: <laughs> the problem is, uh, you only seem to see it for one party and not the other. No,
2: I agree. It's wrong no matter who's doing it. I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. I see your pain.
6: Well, you, like you feel your pain. I see it. You, okay, it. you don't, don't want to touch I don't it. I want to feel it. Right. <laughs> you, you bragged about how wonderful the tax cut was, and it, it wasn't. It was. But
2: you, it, to me, it was because I happen to be a conservative, and I believe that helping businesses helps people. You believe that helping people helps people. Okay, so it so helps businesses. <laughs> oh, I don't think it helps <laughs> businesses. I don't see any businesses going to benefit from this. Somebody gives you ten grand, well, you're not going to spend the, it.
7: Uh,
6: it. It helps the economy.
2: How? By creating raging inflation?
6: No, but what doesn't want to create inflation at all. that will add to the, to the deficit.
1: Right, definitely, definitely, definitely go in the category of more
2: government spending. But all these people have now have this money, this largesse to spend.
6: If they didn't have the money to pay the debt, they don't have a lot of largesse to, to spend, but they can use their money for other things, yes.
2: Well, they've been told not to pay for, what, months and months and months, years now, that they haven't had yeah, to make a payment. A year payment. and a half, 18 months.
6: Yes, and that's the. I think the clause that allowed that is also the clause that he's using uh, that for the power to forgive the debt, too. It's in the law about student loans with the government. It doesn't do anything about private loans, and, and so the credit card debt that Sydney was talking about doesn't factor in at all.
1: I'm not sure that some private loans might not get reimbursed, are you sure that's not in there somewhere also, that uh, yeah. if you have a private loan, there won't be re- any reimbursement on any form? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm
6: pretty sure that.
1: And okay. tax exempt, I heard yesterday on the Wall Street Journal, they were saying that it was going to be tax exempt so people wouldn't have to pay tax on the forgiveness.
6: That state tax. They about. have to pay you state tax. Yesterday, but I didn't check it out. But I'll believe you if that's what you heard. They, they don't have to maybe pay maybe federal tax. You stuff,
2: they you don't know? have, Chris, they don't have to pay federal tax, but they are liable for state tax if the state considers that loan forgiveness to be income.
6: Yeah, that's a, so what? That's like 3% of 10000
2: Well, it depends. What's it goes very state by state.
6: Might yeah, be considered I know. unearned yeah, income. 2% from, uh, percentage. Some say five maybe.
1: Does Pennsylvania tax unearned income at a higher rate? Mm, I don't think so. Yeah, who knows? I think so. The form is like a 3x5 card, so it can't have that <laughs> yeah, many copies.
6: you are way out of our, line of yeah. our uh, <laughs> right. knowledge there. All right. <laughs>
1: Chris, you're just about out of time. 10 more seconds. Go ahead.
6: Oh, Ten nine eight. Yeah, Goodbye. call back. <laughs> Have a
1: good one. Call back, Chris. Take care, Thank Chris. you. <laughs> All right, we're out of time for this particular segment. We're going to open up the phones and talk about uh, one politician who made good on a promise. And boy, it has either everybody irritated and about forty million people may be happy that they're contributing some of the big issues in the U.S. right now. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, toll-free line is going to be reopened 1-800-795-9565. This is WKOK Sunbury, 9 o'clock.
0: News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings, welcome on board, WKOK's live telephone talk show, On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe, if you think I'm right all the time, don't say anything. All right, so I win that discussion. Thank you so much. Joe had to step out of the room. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. We're going to flip right back to the open phones. We're talking about student loan forgiveness, President Biden's action. Some folks say it's not even legal. He says it was. It's been fully vetted by the administration and their lawyers. They say he can, and he did, and he made good on a promise and did. Uh, probably 40 million people or some of 40 million are happy about this. And the rest of the country... <laughs> Too bad. Pound sand, I guess, would be the phrase, but uh, uh, that's being talked about right now on our show. So we'd love to hear from you. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at com, or you can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We do have some brief news headlines. COVID-19 cases statewide and in the Valley went down slightly in the past week, but overall numbers still high. In their weekly update Wednesday, State Department of Health reported a total of 20,164 new statewide COVID cases over the last seven days. That's a daily average of 2,800 cases reported and about 3,300 fewer than a week ago. The Valley's weekly case count also went down just 287 new cases. That also about 100 fewer than a week ago. Hospitalizations around here are down slightly. The State Department of Health concedes that some individuals get the disease and do not report it, so you do not have as many cases being reported to the State Department of Health these days. The new state budget for the fiscal year that began in July contains new funding combating gun
5: violence in Pennsylvania. Our correspondent, David Payne, is following that. The budget includes a new $50 million initiative called the Gun Violence Investigation and Grant Program. Senator Steve Santocero says local and county law enforcement agencies dealing with gun violence can apply for grants to aid in their efforts.
2: Including gunshot detection technology, initiatives to support the tracing of firearms used to commit crimes, and any other effort to aid in the investigation, arrest, and prosecution of a crime involving firearms.
5: It can also be used to hire additional personnel. The program will be administered by the PA Commission on Crime and Delinquency, which is expected to begin accepting applications by the end of the month. I'm David Payne, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Evangelical Community Hospital
1: held a tour recently for two lawmakers, State Senator Gene Yaw and State Representative Linda Schlegel Culver, saw the new chiller over there, and it is a highly energy efficient 750-ton magnetic magnetic bearing chiller. It's going to be used to produce cool water during times of power outages for the HVAC, an air conditioning system there. Representative Culver said the device is highly efficient and will help. Ensure patient safety during power outages. And two national items to kind of keep the conversation going. A teen girl in Australia has decided she is going to change not only gender but species, and her school's okay with it. She reportedly attends a private academy in Melbourne that's cool with her being now nonverbal and identifying as a feline, as long as it's Meow. not a distraction to other students. Meow. The girl says that the school's going to try to figure out how to meow. approach the situation. Yeah, a saucer of milk, please? <laughs> she says no, she doesn't speak. Oh, okay. You just meow repeatedly. If you have a cat, Joe, okay. you know, you just meow a hundred times. All That's right. how they I get the message out. Anyway, uh, she says the girl is extremely bright and obviously going through a mental health concern <laughs> no right kidding. now. No okay. kidding. Right. But they did decide to accommodate her. They are going to put a litter box in instead of a restroom.
2: So. <laughs> Who has to clean the litter box? Who gets that job. Well, probably the
1: janitor. Cats okay. do certainly do not clean up after themselves. No, they don't. All right. I have four cats, so we know this to be true. Anyway, today could be the beginning of the end for gas-powered vehicles in California. There's word state politicians will vote on whether to ban the sale of combustion engines starting in 2035. It's a big deal if it goes through, which it most likely will, not only because California has the most cars of any state, but also since a dozen other states will likely Follow their lead. No gasoline cars. Can you imagine? No smog in Los Angeles. That would be crazy. All right. 1 800 our open phone. You can email us at onthemark or text us at 70236. One of our listeners says, boo hoo to the winners. Oh, no. Scratch that. I think he means whiners. <laughs> boo hoo to the whiners about the college loan forgiveness. Now some graduates can breathe easier. Great job, President Biden. Oh, brother. All right, and Joe read this one right, All right here.
2: If you have a problem with student debt cancellation because you don't believe it's fair or because you repaid your student loans, just pretend it's a tax break for big corporations that you never got, but mysteriously didn't complain. In addition, the big corporations use the tax break to buy back stocks and increase dividends to the investors. Yes, that's horrible. They actually improved no, their business <laughs> so that they could employ people with no. good jobs. Mm. No, no, no. They, they're greedy, money-sucking, well, they <laughs> blood-suckers.
1: Blood they may have done that, <laughs> but they may have
2: just enriched their investors, which, you know, also helps the and economy. And who are the investors? for people like you and me who buy stock in a corporation. <laughs> I don't buy to stock, to, Joe. To Sorry, don't yeah, you? I'm not a glonksillionaire.
1: You have no stock. No. Well, I might in my 401k. I, I, I bet I you do. To, well, yeah, I guess the mutual funds have to have stocks, right? That's
2: right. A that's, mutual fund is inherently
1: a stock <laughs> that's deal. That's how it works. Okay, I, you got me. <laughs> Me there. All right, another listener. Oh, Joe, this is our good, one of our favorite conservatives.
2: Okay, Doug says, yes, this loan forgiveness is partially about buying votes for the midterms, but it's much more about something else, government dependency. I hear some people saying how wonderful this is and how much it's going to help them. Some people actually believe that the government is looking out for them without having a clue that every time we take government handouts, we also give away some freedom. The government is there to work for the people, but we are quickly developing into a society where the people are working for government. But we are apparently too stupid to figure that out. That's no, but, from Doug.
1: But not Doug. Not he, Doug. He he's figured got, it out. He's got it. Well, I think I a lot of people him. have it figured out, Doug. You are in very good company with that remark. One of our good listeners says, in the words of Joe McGranahan, Democrats bad, Republicans good. <laughs> That's <Okay>. true. <laughs> so, well, that is true. That is what Joe says. I, I do say that. All right. Let's flip to go from Joe to Joseph. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark.
8: Yes. Good morning. Uh <laughs> i wonder if that woman that wants to be identified as a feline would be offended if someone give her a
2: cat call ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good one or some catnip
8: <laughs> anyway uh <clears throat> this is again this pandora's box being it's open wide open and everything goes i don't even want to talk about that uh but i've seen the clip where nancy pelosi uh, said that the president did not have the authority to do this now, obviously, I would think that clip was made when President Trump was in of something that he proposed to do, probably with the wall. I don't know, but she surely i don't think would say that now with mr Biden uh, here's, the, here's the point when I was young, I built my first house i I had to borrow some money from the bank. And boy, oh boy, and I was listening to NBC this morning they were interviewing one of these snowflake millennials and oh, she was so elated that this was a burden on her mind and stuff. And, and here's the point, when I borrowed money, it, it bothered me, it really bugged me because I hate to owe anybody anything. I worked my rear end off till I got that paid and I said, I'll, I'm not going to borrow any more money. I'm going to pay cash. So I saved up my money and I bought houses on cash, you know what I mean? Uh, and so that's what you do in this country, and that's how you get ahead. You know what I mean? I didn't want to pay the bank that interest, and uh, this is wrong what he's doing—totally wrong. Um, I wanted to give you a little point here, Joe, or a little uh, good advice. Uh, with this deer that hit your car, you better be careful because I don't. When I I had I have insurance, but I don't. I don't have comprehensive. All I have is collision. Okay, and. Uh, I was gonna get comprehensive, and they said, well, it, it will cover everything but deer. And then I had a special deal to cover or pay more to get to cover deer. You know what I mean? Really? <laughs> well, I don't know. You better check that clause in your insurance policy.
2: Well, I called the insurance company, and they didn't tell me to go pound sand, so.
8: Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> I, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, and now, another, I have some more advice for you. You said you're getting point point uh, twenty five or something on your money market.
2: Zero point, uh, point zero zero, 0.04. Yeah,
8: zero, zero not no. right? Zero po-
2: point zero 0.04. Four-tenths yeah. of a percent.
8: Well, my money market, I was getting zero, zero point 25. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Compound and interest. I did, and, and I would advise you to do this. I took it out and put it in uh, GBU, Finances, down at Sears Grove. And it's a real reputable uh, uh, Investment thing, and now I'm getting three point three five zero. No, wow, and that's before probably I should. That's uh, that was my last statement, and so I'm probably getting more now since the interest rates went up. And uh, uh, and I'll tell you, it's really really good. It's on the uh, twenty one North Market Street in uh, Searsboro, and just ask for Robin. And, uh, man, I was happy I got it out Extension of the two, three, four. I wasn't
2: right. making anything. Okay, well, right, I'm not we either. But, hey, thanks for the advice, Joseph. Appreciate it. Yeah, one
1: of our good <laughs> listeners sent us a note while we were talking about saying, look into T-bills, T-bonds, T-bonds, T-bonds. government treasury yeah, bonds. Yeah, right. right. Guaranteed interest. All right, thank you so thanks, much, Joseph. Joseph. Appreciate yep. your I call. Appreciate Take care, call. Uh, Dan, you are next up. Last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead.
9: Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, Joe, I see your pain, too, this summer. On the scooter, a deer ran in front of me. I jammed the brakes, and one was on the side ready to come out, but it didn't. If that deer would have come out, I wouldn't be calling in talking about the Savior. I'd have been with him (laughs) on the
1: scooter. Sorry, that's not funny. So, anyway,
9: with this college loan, you know the thing why Joe is reaching the people he wants to to win the elections coming up because who votes for Joe the college group the college students the professors and that's why he did this so he and through this program he'll get more people into college because now they got their loan forgiven and the bottom line is, he'll get them in the indoctrination center, where they'll become little more liberals and maybe ultra liberal in the indoctrination. So it's it's supporting their philosophy. So he's only building it up for his own philosophy and more democratic voters is how I see it.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, Well, yeah, that's what he's doing. But, you know, there are some positive aspects to it. If you forgive people's loans and they don't have to start paying them back, if they still have them, you know, they can use that money for something else. I mean, the president technically is right. Some of the money will go back into the economy now instead of to the federal government. So that much is good. But it is going to add to the federal deficit. Of course, it it, it blows out of the water the concept of any standards
2: in terms of contracts. Those of us who want to get a new vehicle, and I need one now? Well, we should get. We should be able to get ten thousand dollars off our car loan. The government already
1: incentivizes certain kinds of energy consumption. Right,
2: but I'm not buying an electric car.
1: Well, you can buy an ultra furnace, ultra efficient boiler in your home, and you'll get some money back on that.
2: But I'm not going to get ten thousand dollars. No one's going to forgive my mm-hmm. debt if I buy a fifty thousand dollar vehicle. Nobody's going to give me ten thousand bucks off. Uh, yeah, I think uh, you probably could if you bought a, a high efficient but, energy. But uh, Dan and Joe. It for right. I mean, the whole, the whole point here is I knew what I was doing when I went into it. I knew that I wanted a college education. I knew that I couldn't pay for it on my own. I had to borrow money to finance my education. I decided that was an investment in myself that I was willing to make. Joe. And so I signed papers saying that I would borrow that money, Joe. take that money, pay for my education, and then pay the money back. I agree with you. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> uh, to
1: use the oft-misstated analogy, I hear you're <laughs> I feel yours. Okay, you're allowed to touch me. Okay, we're allowed to shake hands. Dan, we'll let you wrap up. Please go right ahead.
9: Well, yeah, you take in college costs went up in proportionally high compared to the cost the cost of living out here. So it, they they are increasing the, their income. And trying to get more students in. It's a business more than always getting the right degree to get the right future. So, in proportion compared to when my son went back in the 80s, it, it is terribly. It's much higher now than it was then because and, he got scholarships.
1: And, and what would reform most that? Most of it was paid. Dan, what would be a solution to that? Colleges have to charge less, I guess, would be the easy way out on that sentence. But uh, digging into this, either from a government perspective or maybe just in the uh, sort of college, intellectual, uh, post-high school discussion, what would be a solution? If you want to forgive loans, that's fine, you know, because college boomed in expense over in recent years, all right? So that, you know, you can argue that that's an idea. But what what's the solution? You know, this idea of, Forgiving student loans without fixing education is silly. It's just like taking a
2: tire off your car because it's flat. Well, you still got the issue. What's broke? I, mean, I saw this morning that some college in California is having a course on the works of Taylor Swift. Her music.
1: Well, studied her Professor music. Professor Rosu does that. He uses popular. No, this, like is, a Broadway. this right. is a whole no, course. This is a whole course. No, I gotcha. Well, he uses Broadway you know, illustrations. So if I courses. get a degree
2: in Bolivian art history and I can't find a job, who's the, whose fault is that? Well, that's your own dumb fault. Okay, right. Dan, we'll give you the last <laughs> word once again. Please yeah, go okay ahead. It's
9: okay to have them courses for an elective, it does broaden one's mind. But a lot of kids don't even shouldn't even go to college they should go to a trade school. Right. Like kids going through the Votech here in New Berlin. There's great futures out there for plumbers, you know, people working in machining, and factories, there's need for metal machinists, and all them trades, even AI, you know, electronics and all of that. So not everybody should go to college to get a worthless degree. It should be more practical, Well, this, this
1: does cover trade schools, too.
9: I, was, I didn't know if that covered. Yeah.
2: It. Not but all work, degrees are worthless, though, Dan. <laughs> I got a no, good degree from Penn State. They're not
9: <laughs> worthless. Not, no degree's worthless. But you can't always turn that degree into cash. Yeah, you might have a highly educated truck driver, and I'm sure he has his mind broadened, but you know, he's not hes not capitalizing on his college degree.
1: Yeah, no. You never know. I he's a bigger person. If he took a liberal arts, he's a bigger person for it. <laughs> Thank you so but much, hopefully, Dan. Thanks. Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, well, is. that's true. That's you might have just used not it to. too much
9: indoctrinated. That's the <laughs> downside. He just comes
1: out as a liberal union trucker.
9: He <laughs>
2: enters into it. Thank you, Dan. If we got were, to hit the road. If Thank if you, Dan. If he were a liberal yeah. union trucker, yeah, he'd be making a substantial that. contribution to our society right now. Hold right, on, callers. Oh, we
1: do not have many emails, so email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Your thought on the student loan debacle? Of course, I have uh, said the magic words. Is there some reform that goes with this, or are we just forgiving loans? If that's the case, then this accomplishes nothing other than the sound purchase of ten thousand dollars per vote. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Email on the.
5: Welcome back to
1: WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, uh, just read one of the top texts there. All right.
2: College costs will go down when high school graduates decide not to go to college but pick trade schools or the workforce instead. Less demand should lower prices. All right. Uh, Mike is next. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark.
10: Yeah. Hey, uh, I hope I can stay on the line here. Uh, You're kind of cutting out a little bit on and off. But anyway, uh, Joe Biden... Evidently, got the approval from uh, the Department of Education, is from what he said yesterday. Okay. And uh, well, they, can't, you know, which
2: I, they can't allocate funds.
10: Well, I <laughs> thought it was kind of ludicrous. I heard him say that. I happened to accidentally turn on the news, and uh, just when he was giving his little speech, and he said, and I got the authorization from the Department of Education, and I thought, boy, that's funny. The president of the Country is getting approval from one of his uh, departments to do something, which I, I just thought that was funny. But I think what really happened was they ran the numbers uh, as far as how many votes they were going to lose in key congressional districts and how many they were going to gain. And uh, it, it came out to a numbers game. So they figured it's worth it to uh, go ahead and blow all the deficit savings that the uh, Build Back Better Green New Deal bill they just passed, was you know alleged to give them so that's all gone now so we can forget about that you know that was the part that was supposed to reduce inflation by uh lowering the debt okay so you know to me it, this is a wrong thing and it sends a wrong message and and joe you mentioned two close calls that you had here in the last two days
2: okay <laughs> not One, in the last like two days but, yeah l- that, that wasn't in the last two days that was about a month ago <laughs> okay branch.
10: well i'm sorry to misunderstand that but you know what that what that says is uh life is very dangerous okay it doesn't matter where you work what you do it, there's risk in everything and things can be going along just great until they're not okay true sometimes it, yep there's a fine line be, between things are going great and things are going bad we found that out on 9-11 we found that out during the housing crash and we found that out uh, during the pandemic. And I think that this is a message that I, I, I wanna get to my politicians. You guys need to be really careful with the laws that you pass and the decisions you make, because they have great impacts on our society and our culture. And uh, to me, I think we're, we're disintegrating and we're going downhill fast. I know people have been saying that forever and ever, but as a country, I believe that's, that's true. And this latest thing of a government bailing out people with student loans and, and, and saying, you don't have to pay $10,000 back and it's based on your income. And if you have a Pell Grant, we're gonna let you get out of 20. And then we're gonna look hard at other subsections of society to see if we can do more. Well, you know, to me, we're, we're, the, the citizens, uh, the regular people are getting smaller and smaller and the people aligned with our government are getting bigger and bigger and that's all i gotta say
2: You've got a point.
1: Can't argue that with you. Well, you're 100% wrong, Mike, on all of those (laughs) points.
10: (laughs)
2: All
1: right. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, They're they're certainly all true, and I think you just have to decide how much you want to... uh, President Biden had to say, how much do you want to buy votes? How much do you want to participate in the inside the beltway shenanigans? You know, I always joke that the vortex inside the beltway removes the brain matter of individuals who get elected there. And, uh, well, I think we have... Empirical proof <laughs> now. So, you know, what does this do? What, what kind of message does this send to a young person about the value of a contract? Well, you None. know, you can hope for forgiveness from the U.S. government sometimes. Yeah, who, sa- who said it's going to increase our yeah, dependence go to the on bank government? And say,
2: hey, the government just gave me a break on my college loans. How about you give me a break on this loan? Well, and the funny thing is the president just describes things in such a way that everything he said yesterday is true. You know, it'll
1: probably have some positive impact on the individuals for whom the loans are forgiven. And it will add to the deficit, so that much is clear. And he got permission from the education department or, you know, sort of the legal go-ahead to do this, even though some people say he can't. No, I don't so, think he has the legal go-ahead. Well, Regardless, he
2: still said that it was. I don't know whether it really is. He says is or a lot not. of stuff. He shakes imaginary hands. This man is very busy. Well, that's part of not having any brain matter in the <laughs> vortex, is you can say whatever you want
1: to. But in any event, yeah, it's it's vote buying. It's plain and obvious. It's the same as tax cuts for the wealthy or tax breaks or corporate welfare, just like the Pennsylvania Republicans just voted on a budget that doles out, I think, $100 million and more gifts to various industries, helicopter industries and movie industries and other specific industries.
2: You know, if you remember Keynesian economics from the Kennedy administration, that was the first time it was applied, that the government has an obligation if the economy is racing ahead to curb it, if it's slowing down to speed it up. Okay. So. You know, the government has a vested interest in keeping people working because they pay taxes when they work. So investing in industries and businesses, you know, giving them the opportunity to uh, increase their capacity, to employ more people, I don't see that as a giveaway to greedy corporations. If they misuse that money, then we learn from that. But many of them use it wisely.
1: I didn't say target. You're talking about targeted economic development grants and things that help companies grow and employ people. you 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 see that all the time. I said tax breaks for the rich and the wealthy, okay. just like President Reagan said, sit down, will you please? <laughs> yes. Okay, What's well, a tax
2: break for the wealthy? Just explain that to me. Well, every president has done it over the and years. And what do they do? Every what Republican do they do with this president? money? Aren't they wealthy, the people that employ us? They. What do people do with their tax breaks? They
1: bury it in the backyard, right? Well, well that's maybe what you do with it. <laughs> right. Mike, go ahead. We're going to give you the last <laughs> the word. The last
10: thing I want to say is the most insidious thing that happened was the government says that if you co-signed for your son or daughter and they renege you get the tax break
1: oh. No, that's I true. Didn't hear that one. Yeah. Yep. If you yeah. co-sign federal loan, so, not private in other
10: loans. words, The student gets the loan and the parents go ahead and say, "Hey, we'll take care of it if they don't." And the and the parents are getting the break. So I mean to tell you there's just nothing right about this, and I don't care what anybody says.
1: And, Mike, you want to know the greatest irony? This is personal. My lovely daughter. Uh, went to school and borrowed money she went to Albright and borrowed money and she had some federal student loans and she got some private loans too. Guess which one she paid back first? The federal government. The federal one, the ones that were just <laughs> forgiven she'd be in the window. All right Mike thank you so much for calling in. You're You're now. I appreciate right, my daughter being a wonderful exam- example for us today. Al you are going to be the last caller for another quickie break so you go right ahead.
7: Okay thank you. Um, The
11: politicians these days, they used to be beholding to the big companies in the United States and do them all kind of things to give opportunities for more jobs and more taxes. But now they're, um, like Biden family and McConnell family, they're beholding to China. We have a lot of politicians that are beholding to China these days. And the recipe that they're using is borrowing this money and putting us in debt and everything that's going on with over our uh, international relations and so forth um, is a recipe to destroy this country. And that's, that's what they're up to. And now, to continue it, he just went and bought 40 million new votes at $10,000 a vote <laughs> to help him... Uh, continue to plan to destroy the United States of America. And he's more of a puppet, but this this has been in the work for 100 years, when we started letting our government take care of our retirement, letting our government take care of our education, letting our government take care of our health, letting our government take care of everything. We don't need government to take care of everything. We ought to go back 100 years and, and start from there. Um, and And you know, you're going to have to grandfather everything here, but I tell everybody, go buy a commercial property, use that for your retirement. Go start, you know, invest in these companies, build up a nest egg for your retirement. The, the government's getting out of your retirement business. The government's getting out of your health business. The government's getting out of the education. Because everything government gets their hands into, they ruin. And even, any, you say men, but the politicians... Why couldn't it just be civilians going and doing their job like Trump was and they couldn't stand that because he wasn't part of the politician establishment. He's a citizen that said, I'm gonna make this country great again and I'm going and I, I'm only gonna do eight years and I'm done. You know, and well, he and doesn't have any choice we got about away that. from that.
2: He doesn't have any choice about that, eight's the limit.
11: Right, right, <laughs> but he knew if I could do eight years I've done my job. And uh, he, he didn't get to finish his job. I think we would have been far better off. You ask yourself, where, are, am I better off today? Or was I better off three years ago when Trump was still in office? And. Most people with a brain are going to say we were a lot better off when Trump was in office.
1: All right. Well, the federal government ruined it by pumping all the money into the economy that caused the inflation, and that hurt everybody's economic standing. And all your Republican well, candidates voted for those, too, just an FYI. It's a government problem. I know.
11: And and it was the the, the big sham was the uh, the virus. It just gave them the <laughs> stepping stone That's on true. the 100-year plan, and they're still behind because it's, I figure this started, like, when did they start the welfare and stuff after the Great Depression?
1: Well, that was well Kennedy and Johnson started got things really wrong. I
11: think it was before that, a couple presidents before that that had to work. Well, the, well new FD, deal. you're
2: thinking of FDR and the New Deal, right? New that team. was yeah, the start of the New of it Deal. All.
11: I think the New Deal was the beginning of the plan. I'm not great on history, but I know the story, and I think the New Deal was the beginning of the plan. It was a hundred year plan, and. China makes hundred-year plans. Why won't the United States make hundred-year plans? But I mean, you- they just.
2: You forget that Franklin Roosevelt did what needed to be done at the time. I mean the country literally had no mechanisms in place to aid people who were in dire straits. And yeah, let's, we did. What? What were yes, they? We did. No, we didn't. It was charitable work. They believed in funding exactly charities. Right. And that was a mechanism. You shouldn't say no mechanism. I said the government. I said there the was government the it was the
11: family or the local community.
2: Al, pay attention. I said the government had no mechanism. That's what I said.
11: They don't belong in the mechanism.
2: So you don't believe government has a right to aid us? So all this money we spend on flood victims and hurricane victims? The only victims? thing the
11: government has a right uh, and we want the government for anymore is protect us from these other countries and from within and do that job. Just like the Constitution says, they don't belong in every aspect of our life.
1: And protect us from government.
2: All right. Thank you protect so much, Al. Yes. Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling yep. in. All right, hold well, I don't on, Bob. Government's the answer to everything, but it is the answer <laughs> to some things. Right. <laughs> well, where would the Revolutionary War have gone without government pulling everybody together and Well, fight? actually, it was government we didn't like that we got rid of. Right. We ousted them.
1: All right, to be continued, folks. Call us now, 1 800 795 9565. Email us at onthemark Text us at 70236.
4: Hmm. Mm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I.
1: Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. We all know it stands for SMC. Well, with uh, being selling more cars and satisfying more customers comes the need for many great behind-the-scenes employees. They are looking for technicians, entry-level, first time. Never even touched a uh, a uh, thingamabobber that fixes a car, whatchamacallit, in your life. They'll train you how to do it. They're looking for folks for a career change or folks who are starting up, want to be an experienced technician or can be an experienced technician, too. Entry level, also truck sales, car sales, quick lane, light truck service, heavy truck service, body frame alignment, towing. They could add one person in almost every department there, and they got 100-plus employees there, and they would just love more workers. SunburyMotors.com. And we're talking about different vehicles. We're talking about the Kia Forte today. Excellent fuel economy. 34 miles to the gallon is the average, and the top price, if you get a tricked out, one is $25,000. So it's an affordable vehicle that sips gasoline by the teaspoon. And boy, would they! that means you're going to get like 42 miles to the gallon on the highway. It may be 25 in the dead of winter, but 34 is the average. 25000 is the highest price. Fabulous climate control. Consumer Reports loved it, too. And uh, now Kia tells us there's a sportier GT model out there with a turbocharged engine. So I don't know what that does to the gas mileage, but that's there. And, of course, always rear cross-track warning, emergency braking, lane keeping, lane departure warning, forward collision warning, you name it. It's got all those letters that keep you safe when you're driving these vehicles. Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. I have a very
2: uh, enlightened letter here this morning. It says, good morning. I certainly appreciate the spirited debate of your callers this morning, but do take issue with the idea of buying votes. It is low hanging fruit and does not take into account the nuance of this topic. Many of the voters that this decision affects were already voted Democrat, and by your own admission, there are many more that are upset at the decision. I would argue that there is a net loss in votes with this decision, which makes it difficult a difficult one for this administration. As for the caller referencing college-educated voters predominantly voting Democrat, that is certainly the case. A Reagan advisor, Roger Freeman, once said, quote, we are in danger of producing an educated proletariat. That's dynamite, unquote. Love to listen this morning. Sign, Josh. Oh, love the email. Nicely said. Yeah, there are a lot of aspects to this, And there are a
1: lot of folks on all sides of this that will say, hey, this is wrong. You know, I had to pay back my loans or I have to fulfill all the contracts I signed and everybody else should fulfill the contracts they signed.
2: Right. That's right. Have you ever gone to the headquarters of the Northumberland National Bank in Northumberland? There's a sign above the entrance. Nothing is entrance, as sacred, sacred, sacred as the contract. contracts. Right. That's not quite the quote, but the sacredness of all society, all progress of society, is based on the sacredness of contracts. And while I was waiting a few <laughs> minutes there, I looked it up, the source of it,
1: and I couldn't. They couldn't. Uh, the quote of Rama couldn't find a definitive source for the quote. A couple of people have quoted it, but they couldn't find who originally said it. Well, it may have been the president of the bank at the time. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Donald Steele. Donald Steele may well have said, "Senior,
2: it. senior, right?
1: Great, great veteran that he was. Owned a wonderful home on Orange Street. If I hadn't moved into it myself, I wouldn't say that." So. Okay, well, our right. son has carried on the family tradition. Oh, Bob, you're on the mark. Go right ahead.
7: Yeah, good morning. Uh, the students going to. Bloomsburg yesterday that uh, got parking tickets for not putting money in a meter. They need to go to college to learn that they need to put money in a meter.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> but right. anyway, Meter plugging 101 doesn't start to till do next a
7: week. Scream. I'm debt free. <laughs> I'm calling for 40 million Americans. We're debt free. Thank you, Joe Biden. They're not promises all debt-free. Promises made, promises
2: kept. Hey, they're not all debt-free. Some people have far more than $10,000 worth of debt. True. And your beloved Al Sharpton was calling for the government to fund $50,000 in debt. So they're not, it's not the be-all and end-all that you've just painted it to be.
7: A lot of people only owe
2: $10,000. Or less, Right. But if they're exactly. making more than $125,000, and are you making more than $125,000? It's 250000 a family. Family, right. Married, yeah. But 125 an in individual. And it's just government loans. Right.
7: How many people make $125,000? I mean, there are people making $125,000 a year.
2: But
1: still not have a student here,
7: loan. Too much, but in New York City or big cities, Doctors. my niece makes over $100,000 in Sunbury working. I'm not going to say where she's working, but... As an occupation. Oh,
2: anyway, there, moving, but, on. Yes, moving on.
7: Moving <laughs> on. All right. Well, the other thing is, you know, Donald Trump is denying and trying to delay, delay again. You know, his his tactics he does, and now today some of the uh, stuff's going to be released. What he was uh, investigated for, you know, that the raid at his uh, property. But anybody anything illegal and the police have reason to invade their property it's a legal search and seizure that's my opinion
2: Fair enough.
1: All right. We got you. Thank, Thank you so you. much.
2: Thank you, Bob. Okay. okay. Enjoy the day. Bye. Take care, hey, man.
1: too. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Ramsey's pretty conservative, and he loves people fulfilling all sides of a contract. So uh, he is going to have a little field day on this today. All right. 1 800 795 9565. We got some fabulous text that I just wiped off the screen. So if For you'll get the
2: 25th time today, you're going through me. the 18 key uh, clicks we'll necessary do to bring them up on the air.
1: Well, 19. 19 okay. I consider it a key click to Scroll up to them.
2: All right. One of our texters says, "Cop, oh, forget that." College costs. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> college costs will go down when high school grads decide not to go to college but pick trade schools or the workforce instead. Actually, we read this one. Less oh, demand it, should lower prices. One. Sorry. Positive aspects, Mark. Really, what's positive about increasing taxes on taxpayers that never went to college or paid their loans? What's how does this increase taxes? Because someone's going to have to pay for it, despite right, the that fact St. Pierre taxes. won't answer the question. It will if they have to raise taxes to cover the deficit oh, well, shortfall.
1: To, Which president's going to raise taxes to pay off this stuff?
2: They're going to, they're going to raise taxes. They're going to have to because there's Eventually. going to be such a shortfall in the amount of revenue coming in because Joe's giving it all away. Who's who like the madman ta- months of politics. Who have been the
1: big tax-raising presidents? President Obama with Obamacare. Who else raised taxes? President Bush or George H.W. Bush? George H.W.
2: Bush, right. That cost him the election. Read my lips. No new taxes. Did taxes go up under George W.? I I believe some did, because to pay for the war... Reagan lowered taxes. Trump lowered taxes. If you you believed them, their tax-lowering claims, we wouldn't be paying anything, so... Okay, anyway. In any event. Uh, let's see here. Joseph. Joseph, the Pelosi clip about student loan forgiveness scam was from last April, from what I could find. And then, the leftist fools okay with the student loan forgiveness scam are more than welcome to pay my share of the increased taxes to pay for it. All right, that's it. We're done. That's the ta- that's Okay. one well, 800 I forgot about how old was the mental case in Australia that says she's a cat. Didn't we read that? I didn't.
1: Oh, I must have read it off mic. Okay, one 800 And I read the uh, hobo one down below. That says, hobo to the whiners. There, no, it says... Ho, ho. Bo-ho to the winners <laughs> instead of boo-hoo to the whiners, but we think that's what they meant. I think boho sounds better. All 800 Do you think it's right that the government intervenes and says a certain contract is now null and void, no matter whether you signed it in good smarts or not? Uh, and what should we do to fix college? This doesn't do anything. This will just start the cycle all over again for a lot of kids. They'll be borrowing more, doing more, saying, well, you know, all we need is a good... A democratic government to expand the size of the federal government and then i'll be happy what can we do or are we going
2: to ever fix it? From each according to his ability to each according to his need. <laughs> Chairman, Chairman Mao. Chairman across. Mao. Chairman Mark. <laughs> All right. All right. That's why they call it Marxist, Mark Lawrence. Marxist, right. They named it after
1: you. 1 800 795 9565. You can email us at onthemark at
5: com. Try on the Marxist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can call her on the Marxist show. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing.
1: Uh, welcome back, WKOK okay, live telephone talk show on the mark. Al, you get sixty seconds. Go right ahead.
11: Just some monetary projections on the cost and the payers for this college loan forgiveness. The average average taxpayer is going to be on the hook for about twenty three hundred bucks, and the the whole cost of the program is going to be anywhere between three hundred billion nine hundred billion. And they're spending money that they don't even know how much they're going to spend and where they're going to get it. So figure that one out.
1: Right. Plus, the government let the whole student loan system collapse, so they're going to have to pay... That's my
11: earlier call. Right.
1: They're going to have Anything to pay a billion dollars to their get that running is again. just
11: going to be ruined and go out of price and out of sight. I paid 3000 and some dollars for an MRI, and the doctor wouldn't even talk to me because I was late.
2: Okay. thanks, All right. Al. Thank you so much, Al. Back, thanks for fine. calling. In. Right. Lower right hand corner. Lower right hand corner. Uh, so Bob is admitting he's a leech on society <laughs> and doesn't want to pay his debt. <laughs> First Bob of all, leech, leech is spelled
1: wrong. <laughs> 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 That's uh, Delo- what is it, Dolores Leachman. No. Okay. Never mind. Chloris Cor- anyway. Cl- Leech. Okay. Thank you. There we the go. The actress. Right? All right. So, but uh, well, I I don't think he initiated the loan forgiveness, he's just going to enjoy it. Right. And of course, he would have the option, if he so chooses, to pay back the loan anyway. All True. right, upper right-hand corner, Joe. All
2: right, this is from EB. He sent it early. We did not get have to read to it. doesn't have loans. anything to do with student loans. He says, Congressman and local idiot Fred Keller is hitting a new low. He's now trying to get a book ban from school libraries. Gender queer, a memoir, has been hailed by literary critics for its important look at modern-day gender issues, which they say can be helpful To teenagers attempting to make sense of their own gender identity, it received the prestigious Alex Award from the American Library Association. Why does Keller want to pull this esteemed book from libraries? Apparently because he finds non binary to be icky. It's pure bigotry. What's next? Will Keller want books about slavery to be pulled because they might make white people feel bad? Or books about the women's movement because they don't reinforce the superiority of men? Maybe he'll try to pull books about gay characters because because they'll help gay kids feel okay about themselves. Apparently, Keller thinks teenagers should only read books that are about straight, white, Christian, cisgender men. Republicans. He didn't say that. I'm not reading into it. I'm reading E.B. as E.B. intended it to be read. You know who else hated books whose ideas they found threatening? The Nazis. They burned books. No one in this country should look to them for inspiration. And the fault I find with this is that no one said ban the books. Just take them out of the school library where they might be read by age-inappropriate children.
1: Banning books from school libraries, not banning a book?
2: No. It's uh, not. It's saying okay. that you have a library and uh, you ban a book. So do you think you're Lady Chatterley's really Lover should be available to third graders? Uh, no. No. Okay. No, well, this that's is for point. teenagers, that's not for point.
1: elementary school. Look, this is a big boogeyman that Republicans came up because uh, inflation isn't, isn't enough. They had to <laughs> say, "Oh, there's a boogeyman in the school. It's genderqueer literary that our teenagers might read and actually understand and, and help find their way in the world." No, we can't have that. There's a boogeyman there. It's called transgender. Or whatever you know, whatever the important topic is. Oh, brother! Well, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, this is a big fight. Damn, users in on this too, but Fred Keller's right in the front well, row. Look,
2: I think that age appropriateness is critical to this discussion. It's like Ron Sanders's bill. I forget what the exact name of it is, but they're saying don't say gay. It never says a thing about gay at all in the bill. There's not a single well, it reference. It says teachers to gay. in
1: the elementary school aren't supposed to say if they're gay.
2: They're not supposed to talk inappropriately to young children. At what age does somebody need to know this stuff? You know, EB may have a point if they're talking about high school kids. Maybe that book shouldn't be banned. EB is 100 percent right, as always. Not always. He's mostly wrong. Yet another topic. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay, I've come to the conclusion after listening to your program that for many years that 99 percent of your callers are conservative to far right. You have three or four callers that I would consider liberal, plus two emailers, EB and myself. And unfortunately, Mark, you are not in that liberal group. I portray EB. Okay. <laughs> on Monday, Leonard Steinhorn, a slightly left-of-center CBS news analyst, was on your program. After his segment, your program was flooded with whining, thin-skinned, narrow-minded conservative callers demanding you get a conservative analyst to counter his points. I am shocked, shocked, that apparently the self-esteem level of your conservative audience can't handle alternative views. Oh, well said. Yeah, well, I think a lot of it is
1: ego. If somebody hey, says that I'm your opinion is wrong, you know that hurts your ego ego how could you have
2: examined all the important issues in the world i think what they're missing here is i'm a conservative i have no problem with leonard Steinhorn. i think leonard's one of the best people we get on this program and he's willing to answer the questions from his point of view and give you something to think about that's what's important that we had something to think about joe you are a one percenter in so many ways (laughs) including that
1: the idea that you like to welcome and hear alternative viewpoints that expand your mind holy smokes Only an idiot would say he doesn't learn something from hearing opposing views. Enjoy your grandkids. Sorry about your vehicle. Have a great retirement lengthened weekend. This is WKOK Sunbury.